Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the One Minute Mormon Podcast. I am Jonathan Rogers. Thanks for joining. So today's topic, we're going to be discussing about prophets. And the title of this is, Are There Really Prophets Again? So before we can answer that question, we first have to understand what is a prophet um, and also to understand that God has always called a prophet to be on the earth and to help guide his children back to him. And so we need to understand, you know, what were some of the qualities of the prophet? What, What made them a prophet? And so once we understand that, it helps us to understand how we know that there are living prophets again on the earth through the Lord's restored church. So since the beginning of time, God has always called prophets, as I mentioned. Um, The very first prophet that lived on the earth was Father Adam. Um, Him and his wife both led the children of God on earth. Um, Obviously, their children were their children, right? But, you know, they, they multiplied and replenished the earth. And there were many, many people here on the earth. Adam lived to be well over 900 years old. Um, so, of course, everyone knew him. Not only that, but, you know, we know that he walked and talked with the Lord in the Garden of Eden. Um, he had a very strong relationship with Heavenly Father, as well as, you know, our mother Eve. And because of that direct communication that he had with Heavenly Father, he was able to communicate and, and help us understand what we needed to do to return back and live with him. And throughout the ages, there was very much a, a yeah, at least initially, there was a patriarchal lineage of, of prophets. And so we know that other prophets, such as Enoch, right? Um, going further down, we know like the big ones, Noah, Moses, right? These were all men that were called of God to do pretty grand and glorious things. But what we need to understand is that Heavenly Father chooses righteous men who he can trust who are going to live the gospel and preach repentance and help people to know what they need to do to return back and live with him. But one of the things that defines what a prophet is capable of doing is whether or not he has received the holy priesthood from the Lord. The priesthood in a nutshell is the power and authority of God given to man to enable the salvation of his children. The priesthood is the power by which Jesus Christ created the heavens and the earth and all things that we know of in the in the universe. This power is the same power that he used to raise the dead, to cause the blind to see, the lame to walk, to heal the sick and the afflicted. This power and authority is the same power and authority that Jesus Christ gave to his apostles when he said, you know, go forth and preach the gospel to all the ends of the earth and baptize them, right? I have not chosen, or you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye shall go forth, right? He gave them that power and authority to lead the church after he ascended into heaven to his father. That same priesthood that he gave to them is the exact same priesthood that was given to every prophet since the beginning of time. Heavenly Father repeatedly chooses a prophet to guide his children to repentance and return back to live with him. And as the people live the gospel, that prophet stays in their midst. But as they become wicked, 
and kill the prophets or or if the if the father pulls away the prophets the priesthood is taken away from the earth and there are cycles of this throughout the entire old old testament um in addition to the new testament you know after the church was established after jesus ascended into heaven the the apostles continued to guide and direct the direct the church through the power of the priesthood the authority of the priesthood and over time though the apostles were killed um Wicked men rose up to destroy the church and change a lot of the doctrines and the, the principles that were there. And that priesthood, that, that priesthood that was given by Jesus Christ was lost from the earth. And there were many righteous men and women that continued to try to live what Jesus taught. But that authority that he had given to the apostles was gone. And without that authority, there's loss of direction from heaven on specifically what the one church is supposed to do that Heavenly Father has established. And so you see this throughout time of all these different prophets being called. Moses is a great example of how the priesthood was used to ordain other priesthood leaders to assist in the tabernacle with the ordinances and many other things as well. So after Jesus Christ's church that he established on the earth with his apostles began to be changed and the principles and ordinances of the gospel were modified and that priesthood was lost from the earth, his church was eventually broken up into many different types of churches, right? Um, men and women, again, there were many righteous good men and women who tried to follow Jesus Christ and remember his teachings. But without that priesthood authority to guide and direct the church, there was confusion, discord. Many years passed away, centuries passed away, and there were those during the Reformation that recognized that priesthood, that priesthood ordinances and principles of the gospel were changed that Jesus Christ taught plainly in the in the in the New Testament. And because of that, there was a Reformation. There were many different churches that were created to try and become closer to what Jesus Christ had established on earth. But without that priesthood authority that had been given to all the prophets since the beginning of time, and also that priesthood authority that Jesus Christ himself gave to his apostles, that church couldn't be brought back or established the way that he had. And this is what leads us to the prophet Joseph Smith. In 1820, the environment and the situation again presented itself where the Lord could call again a new prophet and restore the priesthood authority that he had given again throughout the ages. And it happened to a peculiar little boy, a boy that was simply trying to know which church he should join at the tender age of 14. His family belonged to different churches and he genuinely wanted to know which church he should join, which one was right. And through reading the scriptures, it caused the boy Joseph Smith to go and pray in the woods behind his home. And when he prayed, he said that he had he saw a pillar of light over his head above the brightness of the sun that descended gradually until it fell upon him. And when that light rested upon him, he saw two personages whose brightness and glory defied all description, 
standing above him in the air. He said one of those personages spoke to him, calling him by name, and said, pointing to the other, This is my beloved son. Hear him. This special occasion was when Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ themselves appeared to Joseph Smith and answered his, his sincere question. They said for him to join none of the churches, for they did not contain the fullness of his truth. And through that, from that point on, many things began to happen to the boy Joseph. He continued to learn and grow. I mean, any 14-year-old that you know has many things that they need to learn and, and grow from. But the Lord taught him and prepared him for a time when again he would receive the priesthood authority. He received the priesthood authority by ministering angels, by Peter, James, and John from the New Testament, Christ's original apostles, as well as from John the Baptist. And these were resurrected beings. They held the priesthood authority. And the thing about priesthood authority is it can only be conferred by someone who holds that priesthood authority. In addition to that, many revelations were received by Joseph Smith because he had that priesthood authority and was in communication with Heavenly Father. He received guidance and direction that he was supposed to restore Christ's church on the earth. Now, that couldn't happen unless there was something that was a strong witness of the truth of what he was sharing, of what he was teaching. He was led as a little boy, sometime after the first vision where Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father themselves appeared to him. He was shown in vision where a sacred record was buried in the earth that contained the histories and the teachings of the gospel of Jesus Christ to the people that lived here in ancient America that knew about Jesus Christ and foresaw his coming and had prophets that, that lived here on the earth in here in the Americas. In 1830, he was privileged to translate that book, that ancient record into the Book of Mormon. And it stands as a second witness, another witness of Jesus Christ. It is not a replacement of the Bible. It is a companionship to it. And in 1830, after the Book of Mormon was translated into English, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints was restored to the earth. We believe that we are being led today by a living prophet who leads and guides our church. From Joseph Smith to Brigham Young to John Taylor and to many other men, that priesthood line of authority was conferred as it was done anciently by the laying on of hands. And we believe that we're being led by a living prophet and 12 apostles, just like in Jesus Christ's original church when he was on the earth. I know this segment was a little bit longer than I intended and there was a lot in it, but the important thing to understand is that Heavenly Father doesn't want us to be stranded alone on our own. Prophets lived on the earth back in back in ancient days and they needed that direction and guidance but for some reason people feel like in our in these last days when things are tumultuous and there's evil abroad that there's no more need for a living prophet to guide us that there couldn't possibly be one prophet or apostles again 
to lead and guide us. And I'm here to testify that we have that need and that Heavenly Father loves us enough that he has restored his church and that they lead and guide us. It is comforting to me to know that and have that information. I appreciate you guys joining today. I hope that you felt inspired and learned something. And feel free to message me if you want to be on this podcast and and have a discussion um, or to hear your testimony or whatever you'd like, feel free to join. I hope you guys have a blessed day. My name's Jonathan. I'll see you next time.